Hello, and welcome back to another episode of TWSS with Zach. And Nicole. Wait, why I did was we waiting do that? for that. <laughs> <laughs> why did we do that? That was... I was waiting for you to like. That was super I, weird. <laughs> so you remember how you you always say in every episode that you like to um, take people up. by surprise, switch yeah. it up. So I figured I was like, let me see if you'll catch on to this no, goodie. That one killed me. <laughs> I was not expecting I looked, that. I looked at you and I was like, wait, oh, I'll do it. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. So we have a lot of interesting things to discuss. Um, a lot of stuff that we were both very excited for. Um, we were just hoping that some some kind of good news would come out this week. Um, starting off with comedian Tig Nataro will replace Chris Delia in Zack Snyder's upcoming movie, Army of the Dead. The decision comes following sexual harassment allegations against Delia. Not surprised. Well, I mean, I just said I was surprised, but then I realized I read the rest of it. Um... Yeah, I'm not surprised. I know he was he took a lot of heat for it, which he should have. Um, I mean, not much to really say there other than I, I think it's a good it's a good move on Zack Snyder's end to replace him. What do mm-hmm. you think? No, I agree with you. I mean, that's that's the current nature of uh, the industry right now, and I I agree with they're it. They're not taking. They're not yeah, putting they're up not, with anyone's shit. Not they're not. They got to do what they got to do to make their film good. Um, According to the Diz Insider, the Disney Plus series Kenobi will start filming next month. Yes. And there are rumors I've heard that in the series will also include Hayden Christensen's... um, Oh, my God. Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker. I so I'm assuming it, he's probably going to still be Darth Vader in it. Yes. Um. Uh, well, he wasn't I, the original Darth Vader, but I, I believe but he, that yes. he will. Yeah. Because it's his beginning stages right. when he wanted to build right. the Death Star. So I think I'm interested. I I think this is one of the Disney Plus series I wanted to. Rephrasing that. I wanted Disney Plus for this show. One of, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to get Disney Plus for mm-hmm. this show. Plus a couple Marvel shows, but Kenobi I really wanted. Um, he was I loved Ewan McGregor's Kenobi. I think he did a fantastic job, despite the poor choice of scripting. But <laughs> I know you really are excited for it. No, I'm I'm totally hyped for this one. Um, and as long as the right creative person is involved, it will be great. But I think so. I, I, it's one of those things where I think you need one of the best people you can find to take it over. Um, Do we think they're going to have multiple directors like a bunch of the Disney Plus shows we've seen? Or do you think it's going to be... I I hope it's one director with a creative vision who kind of oversees the whole thing. But something that I do like with series is... That's the poor of a series. I always don't know. But one thing I do enjoy about 
TV series in general is the fact that you get multiple directors, you get different feels for different episodes, and you get to see how different people would, uh, you know, produce something and their take on the characters. So it could be interesting to have different directors, but I, I mean, we've to seen have how one creative individual. Yeah, I mean, I see how, I, and I agree with you. I'd rather have one director, maybe like one or two other ones, but. I, with the success of The Mandalorian, I think they could go that route because they see how successful it became and all the Emmy nominations it received. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they went with multiple directors. But I agree with you. I think that having one creative director for this series, it could be it could be a different experience, could be a different feel for the show to see how they their take is on Kenobi. And we would want, I would want somebody who is a... Star Wars person who knows the characters who can really bring to life a, a show in regards to Obi-Wan and right. featuring I mean honestly with this show we can get any character to come yeah. in maybe oh no Samuel L. Jackson died in it but he could come back as a I mean ghost. he could come back as uh, Mace Windu if we're talking about the early stages of Obi-Wan Kenobi's life he was there so could get yeah. that or, or we could get someone else comes in and plays a Samuel L. Jackson version. You but know, they play if we're Windu. if we're talking, if it's gonna have Hayden Christensen's Darth Vader, then yeah. wouldn't Mace be dead? Wasn't he killed eventually? But he gets killed in Episode Three. How? What do you know when this starts, Kenobi? So I thought it was like his formative years, like the whole way through when he was like a Jedi Knight to. Oh, uh, so could it be before Jedi. Hayden? Before. Because if you have Hayden Christensen oh. as Anakin, then you still have Mace Windu. He'll still be involved. I mean, it could honestly be way before. It could even be set before um, episode five. Not episode five, episode like two. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. It's 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 going okay. So I under pre I get what episode you're one all the way through to episode three and four. I think it ends in four because when Kenobi so it could dies be pre Darth Vader. It could be like him yes. still helping him yeah. and like the in between stages we never got to see. Yes. Okay. No, that makes sense. I I can agree with oh, that. Oh, it will take place eight years after Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> oh. So is so it the Mace Windu is dead. I, I, yeah, that's why I'm saying he's going to come in as like a force ghost or something. Maybe this is Kenobi dealing with everything. Maybe. It's dealing with um, the loss of a brother. Maybe it'll show like his struggle with everything since Darth Vader. Maybe we see him build his own Jedi clan. Well, also, army. he's in the desert of Tatooine watching over yes. um, watching Luke. over Luke. So we get him there trying to figure things out so maybe we'll get a mini luke probably that's what i'm thinking maybe we'll yeah. see him like cross paths with him or something but i mean so luke deborah chow who... is directing it the whole series yeah and she Very had cool. an episode of the mandalorian she's also directed mr robot which i love that mm. series so you know you do you like that she's series? Got, she's got some. She's got some tremendous stuff on her resume. I'm looking right now. It, yeah, I trust her. We'll see what happens. Very interested. 
very much. My favorite word. Um, so Birds of Prey is now available on HBO Max. I was reading through the comments when they posted it today right, or last night. And one fan really, like, went went at it, saying, like, he's very upset that it didn't make more money because it, it deserved to and people should have seen it in theaters. And it was, like, the top comment on Twitter that I saw on, like, the, the discussing film. Um, thought it was a good movie. I wouldn't have paid to see it twice. Mm. I'll, wa- I'll possibly watch it on HBO Max, but I wasn't, like, wasn't completely impressed. I wish they had given Black Canary more of a more of a role, more mm. for like Black Canaryness, but it's a good film. I'll give it like a five out of ten, six out of ten. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a six too. It was okay. I it mean, was, it was okay. It was mid mid movie. It wasn't. There were so many other things that they could have done with it that I would have been so much more happier with, but. I mean, and, and, like, briefly, like, as we've said before with this movie, like, they tried not to bring in the Joker so much, but they still brought in the Joker. Like, they still mentioned him, like, for the first 30 minutes. So random. So, I wish it would have just been solely Harley, and in the first five minutes, she talks about her breakup, and then, like, she gets over it. Well, that's not how but, this works. I know. <laughs> it, is, it is what it is. Um, the Disney Channel animated series, The Owl House, makes history... Ma- Marking Disney's first bisexual lead character. I did see this yesterday yeah. on Twitter. That's very cool. It's pretty awesome. Good for Disney. Yeah. And they're very, like, they, they try and stay... They're getting with the times right now, I will say. I think... I agree. I think for years they've been scared to become more diverse. Um... But I, I believe that they're getting with it. I think they're the, they're the entity that most people are looking to um, to see what they do and see how they the, handle stuff. The only so. thing that kind of makes me mad about Disney is that they um, they were trying to make the new a remake of Lizzie McGuire, and they wouldn't give her full reign of what she wanted to do for the series. You mean Hilary Duff? Yes, Hilary Duff. They wanted to do the remake, all that, and I believe that she wanted she wanted to make it a little darker, but they wouldn't go that route. Makes sense. So So she left the project or she took the project with her and she's hoping, I think, Hulu or something picks it up. Hmm. Yeah, I want to find that story, though. That's interesting. While you're looking for that, breaking news! So, Noah Outlaw, uh, a popular Star Wars blogger, hints at a possible Ben Solo Disney Plus series in development. Outlaw posted a gif of Adam Driver as Kylo Ren turning around with a closed mouth emoji. So, fans are kind of jumping on the bandwagon with this one, trying to figure out what he means by... A tweet and a fan posted saying that there's a possible Biden Solo series in development. So, what do you think? Would you want to see Adam Driver put on the mask again and see what happens? Uh, Yes, and I actually just read a couple comments about it. Um, Someone was saying that 
apparently as of right now adam driver is not connected to the project whatsoever um but if they do go forward with the series and he's not connected they they're thinking that it's going to be pre force awakens that we're going to see a younger ben solo yeah i think so. or too. it's gonna be an animated series i think like you said um that'd be dope it, it either or so I think but these are all theories it's nothing yeah. concrete so I'm thinking I would like to see pre Force Awakens just so we see like how he became dark um and everything that led up to him working with um mm-hmm. the Sith I think it was the Sith yes so oh I did good um well it's the first order Sith it's the same thing so I think um I think it'd be good. I think mm. it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. What yeah. do you think? I'm also interested. I would like to see more justice given to Ben Solo. Um, also, I, I, I wish we got a Knights of Ren series where you saw Kylo Ren and, and, and his uh, compatriots all together, you know, doing bad stuff i would have liked to seen a series like that but yeah ben solo i'm all for it i love the idea of an animated series because i think that disney's animated series like the clone wars and star wars rebels is really really good so i trust that that kind of material would work well in that aspect but to have a live action thing i'd I'd be down for it as well i think disney's in a really great space with their disney plus star wars material Mm-hmm. that I think whichever direction they go, they should be okay. I think if you had something live action, kind of like The Mandalorian, you're going to be in a good position. And if you choose to do an animated series, you're going to be in a similar position as well. So I'm not... I have to say, I think... I always liked Ben Solo for some odd reason. Um, even in Force Awakens... I never thought of him as truly a bad guy. Like, I knew we had to have a bad guy, and he had to right. kind of be like Darth Vader, but not nothing like Darth Vader. And then I think episode eight, I kind of saw, we see the turnaround with him a little bit, his connection with Ray. And then I have to say, I really loved his character in episode nine, because that's when we see the real struggle that he's facing. And um, the end, when he dies, and then Leia goes, like, I tears <laughs> I was like oh shit they really did this to us but anyways I think a Ben Solo series would be amazing I would watch either the animated version or even though I don't like animation at all really um, <clears throat> I would watch an animated version of that I still have to try try out the Clone Wars I don't know what it is with animation I just I don't like unrealistic things I know you're going to say, but you like superheroes. So, <laughs> um, I, I'm, I, I want to try out Clone Wars, so I'm going to try and sit myself down and, like, watch those. But I think a Ben Solo series would be really good. It would really explain, like, maybe what happened before Force Awakens, like, his struggle leading up to killing Han Solo. Spoiler alert. Um... <laughs> and then... Or an anime series, maybe in between because there's really no after for after rise of skywalker for him so mm. I, it's up in the air at this point what they could do but i'm i'm interested to see what I, i'm interested to read what they decide mm. 
Um, but side note, so I did find the Hillary Duff story, and I believe the show, the original creator and showrunner Terry Minsky, unexpectedly quit the reveal, and this is from Vulture.com. Uh, with the streaming service stating that we need to move in a different creative direction and put a new lens on the series. They did shoot two episodes. From what I heard, she they were shooting it um, as Lizzie was living in New York. and But now Hilary Duff is reading the riot act to her House of Mouse overlords on Instagram, sto- on Instagram stories. Duff screenshot a recent news story about the Love, Simon TV show moving from Disney Plus to Hulu as the adult themes were deemed not a good fit for the family-friendly streaming survey- service. Yeah. So I think she was, and I agree with her, like, Hilary Duff, Liz McGuire should have, it, it's, we're not kids anymore. So yeah. they should be leading towards something new and Disney taking a creative step with this bisexual care leads for this animated show. I think they're going to start to realize, okay, maybe we should have get, cause they're having Lizzie McGuire revival on Disney plus would have been one of the best things. Yes. As a huge Hillary Duff fan, like that yeah. would have been something I would have been looking forward to, but I mean, we'll see what happens with her but show. I like, hope, hope she Hillary, gets justice. Hillary Duff is like thirty something with like two kids. Like, <laughs> you know, like Fair. the story. The story's over of this eighteen-year-old who, you know, is still freaking out life and love and 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 being a teenager is, yeah. is done with. So we have to move forward and look at it like, okay, so she's like ten years older. That means that it's going to come with more mature themes. And that's just a given to me. I'm confused mm-hmm. why there would be creative differences as far as the character's concerned. But I guess nostalgia is such a priceless commodity that Disney's hoping that because you and I love Liz McGuire, that we'd be like, okay, well, we want something familiar, something we used to, rather than something darker and, and, and more gritty than we've ever seen before, so... I wonder if that's why, but I think it's a good decision on both sides to move it forward, but I agree with you. I would have liked to have seen it on Disney+, because it's just a nice continuation of the same series. I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see if Disney+, Plus yeah. repicks it up. Maybe they'll renegotiate, or Hulu, or each someone will pick it up. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, According to Edward Rose on Murphy's Multiverse, Disney confirmed that Disney Plus Premier Access is not a one-off and expressed plans to release other major films on their new PVOD platform. Rose's research included contacting the Disney Plus Help Center. An agent explained that the $29.99 fee would be a one-time fee on top of your yearly-slash-monthly subscription, but does not provide access to other films. This, I'm, we predicted this um, in our earlier talks about Mulan, and I'm so glad that we've sort of got confirmation. So I, was re- I did some more research into this, and it's not necessarily confirmed because Disney reps haven't come out and said that this is true. However, Rose's research in contacting the Disney Help Center and their agents explaining that, yes, there is the possibility of future films coming down the line. They've kind of hinted at it in their explanation. Makes me think that this idea of people thinking this isn't 
Disney's new business model are completely false. I, I believe that it is. And I think the idea is that when Black Widow comes out, it will probably come out on Disney Plus as a premier access film. Probably. And you'll dish out 30 bucks to go see it. However, what we don't know is, we don't know whether that's unlimited access to the film. So... And again, I'm... Go ahead. So we, so we know that Disney's rolling back and potentially removing Blu-ray and DVD releases. So the idea of them not changing their format is completely foreign to me because if you're now removing DVD releases and everything's going straight to the streaming service, then that makes total sense that people would essentially be buying their physical copy online with Disney mm-hmm. Plus, with their premier access. Um, so, and, and they're still saying it depends on the success of Mulan, but I mean, with 60.5 million subscribers, and you don't think a couple of people aren't going to pay 30 bucks just to go see it, I think it's completely possible when I see it potentially changing their whole model to go down this route. Because, I mean, we still don't know the longevity of COVID. And uh, in the U.S. and certain cities, we're not going to see theaters opening for a while. So if you want to watch the movie, they're yeah. probably going to be like, hey, just slap down 30 bucks on top of your subscription. It's one time and you get to watch the movie, and that's it. I still think the issue is, is it, do I get now unlimited access to that movie now I've paid 30 bucks, or do I have to pay 30 bucks every single time I want to watch that movie? And I'm that feeling it's going to be the second. I think you think it's going to be $30 second. every time? Probably, because if they want to make money, they're not going to just do it as a one-off. They're going to do it as a, especially for those kind of films, like Disney Plus, and the, or not Disney Plus, oh my God, Black Widow, um, and then Soul, Soul yeah. they'll probably move it to a major, because um, I know they did that with another, and I think Onward came straight to Disney Plus. Onward went straight to Disney Plus. But they didn't do the premiere access, so I think because no. of COVID and everything, I, I still believe, and I'll stick to this until I see the numbers for Disney Plus um, after Mulan comes out, I 100% believe that they're going to wait a few weeks I think they're going to wait at least a month after it comes out to Disney Plus next month to announce Black Widow coming out. They, I think they're going to see how well it does with the numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely believe. And then I think around October, I won't, I'm going to say the beginning of October, we're going to get news about Black Widow. Yeah. I, because it's supposed to come out November 4th. Um, and they actually relating to online streaming they just did this and i've mentioned this movie a few times now um one of my series after um they actually Karen and i have been reading the series again where she just read it for the first time and the second movie is supposed to be coming out they're releasing it early in other countries next month so it's kind of like it's going to be difficult not to find spoilers um i did find out though so it's supposed to have a u.s release october 2nd or 4th um, but someone did let us know through a fan website that it's going to be released straight to streaming service for us. Mm-hmm. So Kara and I are like, okay, we're, we're willing to pay like 10 bucks, whatever it is, if it's on demand or if it's however, whatever streaming service it's on. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of pro- 
production companies are realizing, okay, like if we want to get this film out, it's at this point in this year, we have to release it to a streaming service. Yeah. So that makes me question, will Wonder Woman 84 wait another year? Like um, Fast and Furious 9 is and like in the Heights did too. Mm-hmm. Or are they going to keep push? Like, are they going to keep pushing it back? Or because no, we just got word that their Wonder Woman eighty four is up in the air because that was supposed to be an October release. It got I pushed back so. to October. I, I think it will end up in HBO Max. I think so too. By the end of the by the end of the year or whatever. Yeah, I think, but I think it will be in HBO Max. You don't think they're going to want people to pay for it? Well, that's the thing. If Disney is successful in this format, so everyone's going to follow HBO suit. Max. Yeah. Everyone's going to follow H- suit, so I'm not, I won't be surprised if everybody's like, let's pay 30 bucks or close to. And this um, might be like the next big thing for who, well, whoever that's what knows we're how seeing. long. We're, we're seeing the death of Blu-ray and DVD. We're going to see the death of, of movie theaters, and we've been experiencing the death of movie theaters for a while now. But yeah, but I, people like you and I, like we love the theater. I love the do. theater personally. I, I'll go, I would rather watch... I'd rather pay the 15 I paid, honestly, uh, one weekend I went and saw Justice League, and then I went straight and saw Thor Ragnarok not even 10 minutes later. Yeah. Like, I paid for two films back-to-back. So, I mean, it's... It's just it, not... It's sad. Movie theaters are... And I and I've wrote this in a, um, in a paper of mine back in college. I wrote how movie theaters are an escape for a couple hours. It, it doesn't let... it makes me not want to look at my phone makes me want to engage in the in the movie like i've caught myself like in a daze just yeah. because i'm i've been so caught up in the film especially the invisible man <laughs> i was too focused on that film but that one's coming out to hbo max next month too yeah i just i just don't think the the allure is there anymore i mean like i like we said a couple episodes ago you know most people have the capability to watch cinema movies in their own homes people and, can just download not, them right it's away it's no longer it's no longer an event anymore if you remember like in the 1920s and 30s maybe even 40s people dressed up to go to the movie theater like it was an event we don't have that anymore so oh, I, dress I think up. eventually i think eventually movie theaters are going to be like the theater where it's like an event you're going out with a specific purpose in mind with a specific film in mind it's it, the days of just chilling out at the movie theater and watching two or three movies is kind of gone and, and subscriptions are just easier. You know, you just pay a set price every single month and you get unlimited access to whatever you want to watch on demand. Like I can see why it would go that way. But again, it's this virus is causing everyone to adapt and businesses are adapting and that's causing, you know, major institutions like the movie theater business to be in peril. It's ridiculous, but it's the way it is. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a Black Widow premiere access film. I just really want to know, is it a one-time fee, unlimited access all the time, or is it every single time I want to watch this movie, I've got to fork out 30 bucks. And I think I if, like it's gonna be if people complain enough, maybe that price will drop. And I still also theorize that they will up the price of the subscription to balance out the price of the um, the rent for the movie. I think we'll see Disney Plus go up to like 15 bucks, 15.99 next year. 
in that way okay. you're only paying like maybe 15 bucks for the movie rather than a full 30 bucks I hope they work something like that out because I mean I would pay 30 bucks honestly to watch Black Widow on Disney Plus I don't know if I would do that for Mulan by my you're saying that but if I'm I like watching it with somebody I'll I, I also think if reviews for Mulan are good and people rave about it, you'll fork out 30 bucks to watch it just to be part of the conversation. You'll just want to see what all the hype is about. Well, also, if you're thinking about it, like I share Disney Plus with Katie and Trey. So if Katie and Trey buy Mulan, what's not stopping me from being able to get onto that as well? Well, that's... That's a discussion. What is the security measures with that movie? For is shared, it if it's if it's shared pro, yeah. Say yeah, if it's Katie's account, then does it go straight to her account and you have to be on Katie's account to watch it? Or is it that you know everybody has access to it because it's on the same card? I I don't know how it's gonna work and especially with like families and family packages, I don't know. I don't know whether if if, like, for instance, if my family had a family package, if my dad bought it, does everybody on Disney Plus have access to that film because he bought it? And we're all using his card to pay for the subscription. Or is it that, yeah. you know, it's only for him because he's the one that forked out the money? So I have no idea. I, I, I don't want to say this because I do like Disney as a company, but I wouldn't be say surprised it. if they did something kind of stingy like that where you have to be the sole proprietor of the card to buy the film and that so it's so if you wanted to watch Mulan and you're on someone else's account you would have to fork out the 30 bucks to watch but it. still regardless I still I have access to their profile so if anything if like Trey buys it because it's his account if he yeah. buys it and then and they text me and they're like profile. Yeah, yeah I can literally just click hit their account and I can go watch it and I'll and I'll send them like 10 bucks 10 20 30 three of us so I'll send 10 bucks but like Who's that's that's the also sketchy part about this whole like Disney Plus thirty dollar thing because what's to say like other people don't just hop on someone else's account and they just other people are doing you know that what I right mean now. like I mean that's what Netflix has been experiencing for years so I it's definitely gonna happen but I, I just don't know what the thirty bucks means and until we know what the thirty bucks means I think maybe I don't even think just... they know what the thirty bucks means I think they're well, they just don't. trying to I think they're trying to figure it out and they're like okay they're what's trying to see if we'll be happier? stupid enough to to fork out thirty bucks with Mulan I think that's really what this this first step is will people buy into it if they do then we're like okay so people bought into it so how can we provide value based on the thirty bucks because. Thirty bucks alone is not enough. We have to, it has to be more than that. There has to be, you know, more to the story than that. So I think then they probably be like, okay, so do we give them unlimited access to the film, or is it that every single time they've got to pay thirty bucks? Well, I'm sure we'll hear something in the next, literally the next week because it's yeah. supposed to come out Labor Day weekend. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, <laughs> the Devil of All Time trailer came out um, last week. I want to hear your thoughts, because <laughs> I have thoughts, but I want to hear what you think. It's going to be a thriller. I'm, I'm, I'm there for it. Uh, I felt like... I felt I like everyone confused. jumped on the bandwagon for Tom Holland, though. And I think so, a lot of people are saying that he has the potential to win an Oscar this year. 
based on his performances in Devil All the Time and Cherry, which is coming out soon as well. Mm-hmm. I I would I would encourage people not to be so fast to jump on that bandwagon because we still have a bunch more films and there's a bunch of people who are possibly could be nominated this year for their performances. Um, but it looks interesting. Um, I wish Sebastian Stan got a little bit more love in the trailer. I, he kind of faded, faded away as like a black. supporting character. Yeah, he was just in the background a little bit. And, and I'm definitely interested to see this relationship between Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson. Oh my God, yes. Um, with this whole preacher gone bad, you know, situation. But yeah, I'm, I don't know what it's about. I couldn't tell you. I'm interested to see it because I, I like those kinds of movies. But I, I didn't, I didn't feel any real ways to it. I watched it twice just to make sure I, I got it. But I was like, okay, this is cool. But there's not enough given in the film to be, for me to be hooked on the film itself, which I guess is a good thing. What do That's you think? That's fair. <laughs> okay. So we, we all know my love for Robert Pattinson, no matter what, what movie he's in. I just have to say that right off the bat because I know you're going to have some kind of facial expression with me talking about him. Um, I did hear a lot of buzz around Tom Holland for this film. I heard a lot of people saying this is like an Oscar, and we talked about it a little bit, and we both agreed that it seems as though Robert Pattinson and Tom Holland are kind of both going for that Oscar nom. Yeah. Um, I was very intrigued. Not going to use interested. I was intrigued. Um, I think... It's definitely a new type of film. I've never seen Sebastian Stan in, never seen Tom Holland or Robert Pattinson play a bad guy, really. So I I agree with you. I didn't watch it twice. I kind of watched it halfway the f- second time. Like, I kind of watched the beginning again. Um, and I think I said this to you over text, too. I couldn't tell when, when a couple of them were speaking because mm. the accents are so purely amazing and so yeah. purely done like southern that I couldn't tell it when Robert Pattinson was talking like I kept waiting for it I think I need to watch it a second time to kind of like you know what I mean but I think that's the point exactly and that's what I like about it because I couldn't tell who was talking like Tom Holland I could hear that I was waiting to see their kind of when I watch a film like a trailer I look first I look for setting I look to see what the what the feel of the of the film is going to be. And then second, I always look for the accents. Not because I'm a huge accent person, but I want to feel out for like, okay, I know I know they're originally Australian, so I want to see if they're playing an Australian person or if they're going to be having an American like an English accent, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So that was kind of like my second draw to the trailer. Um, which just all plays into what I think. Um I was taken aback because I was very, not many trailers really take me aback. They don't really take me by like, um, I forgot what the word is. They don't, they don't take me by surprise, but this one did because we didn't know really going in. I read, I read the synopsis on IMDb first. And then when I watched the trailer, I was like, oh, okay. Like this seems interesting. I just still don't know what the plot is. 
which I agree with you. Like I, I'm, I'm like kind of confused with what's going on in it. I guess it is about Robert Pattinson's characters like turn into a bad preacher. Tom Holland came back from the war where his dad was in the war. Um, well, his dad was in the war. Yes. And he gets his dad's gun for his birthday. And then there's like a, a famous preacher comes to town, which is Robert Pattinson. But obviously, but Tom he's Holland's not, character doesn't trust him. Right, and he doesn't trust him, but he has reason not to trust him because there's a scene with um, Robert Pattinson giving fellatio to Mia Wachowska's character in the back of a car, or like in the front of the car. Um, so there's that, and then there's um, I'm not sure if Bill Skarsgård is Tom Holland's dad in his younger years. I think I d- he I'm is. I'm not particularly sure, but I think it might be. And then there's this creepy Because a lot of people were commenting about it. They were commenting about, they're like, great casting of Bill Skarsgård as Tom Holland's dad in the... I, I don't know. I kept yeah. reading comments like that. So that's that was my assumption, too. Um, but it's about death. People are going to die. I'm just not sure if Robert Pattinson's supposed to be a serial killer with using a preacher as a disguise or is oh. it that there are other people involved who are also bad people or is everybody involved a bad person which i think is more likely the scenario that everyone's just a bad person because sebastian stan's monologue is you know some people are just born to die and so i think everyone is is plays a part in this story um, and the name of the town was interesting. I think it was like Knockham Stiff was the name of the town. <laughs> it's quite funny. But I think that's, that's like funny. the whole purpose of the movie is is um, this sleepy town with a bunch of murderers in it and trying to figure out I'm, who's more righteous. I I'm guess. intrigued. I will say that um takes a lot for a trailer to draw me in. Like, there's some trailers I'm just like, okay, like, that looks good. Like, I'll go see it. But, like, there's some trailers I really, like, I want to see more to it. Like, I really, I, I'm interested to see, like, other, if we get more teaser trailer, if we get, like, another teaser trailer or something. Or if we get, um, like, clips. Looks good, though. I mean, I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon yet of saying, okay, Tom Holland deserves an Oscar for this. Like, I'm going to wait till the film comes out and I'm going to see, okay. Because mm. for all we know, maybe he'll get supporting. Or maybe Robert Pattinson will get supporting. I, that's the one thing that they're saying is his his ability to win depends on where they place him. If they place him as a lead actor, I don't know. If they place him as supporting, maybe he has a good shot. But again, it still depends on his performance in the film, and we still don't know what kind of role he's going to play. I don't even know if everyone has equal stakes in the film, if it's just like equal shots the whole way through. It could be one of those movies where everyone gets an equal amount of screen time or close to. So, I mean, from what it looked like, it looked as if it's Robert Pattinson and Tom Holland head-to-head. I, but Alex. I think Mia Wachowska also had, plays an interesting role there too, and I think she could be in the mix. Oh, yeah, because I yeah, believe, of course. I believe she's supposed to be Tom Holland's sister. His his uh, adopted sister. So again, oh, we really so the exactly. plot thickens. Because there oh, was, this is remember interesting. There that, remember there was that scene where where she goes, "Can you believe it that we both get adopted in the same family or something like that from the orphanage or something?" Oh, so like, like foster. Like so so like, I think like they're foster, foster kids. kids. Okay, they could be foster kids. So that's another reason why I don't 
know for sure. I need to rewatch so this trailer because now, it. like, I watched it through the first time just to see, like, the feel of um, Tom Holland, R. Pads, Sebastian Stan, and Bill Skarsgård's character. Like, I just watched it through to see, like, the feel for them. But now I need to watch it back and, like, actually see if I can, like, depict what the plot is or see what... Because, I mean, we have the plot synopsis, but I still can't tell the feel of the film. Mm. If it's going to be more... Obviously, it's going to be more dramatic, it looks like. I don't see really comedy in there unless, like... I don't know. Well, it's going to be nice. It'll be nice to see Tom Holland in a dramatic role. Wikipedia is saying that... Um, Sinister characters and an unholy preacher Robert Pattinson, twisted couple Jason Clark and Riley Cuff, and a crooked sheriff Sebastian Stan converge around Oof. young Arvin Russell, Tom Holland, as he fights the evil forces that threaten his him and his family. Sebastian Stan's playing a cop. Yeah, but like an evil cop, because there's a scene with he has a gun in the bag and he's about to shoot someone in the back of the head. So we'll see Ooh. what happens. I don't know how it's going to go. So I, I guess the interesting part is where does Tom Holland fit in this in this story? Because it seems like everybody's well they're saying they all converge on him, on his character. So and maybe, he's defending his family. So maybe people saw a murder or maybe people saw things that they weren't supposed to see. And so So maybe the whole town is just sketchy and he's figuring it out and unraveling things that he's not supposed to and then they're like okay well, yeah he i think he's digging deeper into things and he's he's seeing things he probably didn't notice before that everybody's kind of really excited a blind eye to. i mean this is all hypothesis it's supposed to be a psychological thriller so it could go any yeah, any which way so we have to see what happens but i agree could be very interesting so we just got revealed the DC fandom panels last week, and supposedly we're going to be seeing more teaser trailers this week for the DC fandom next Saturday. Um, they said we're supposed to get like a snippet of, I believe Zack Snyder is going to reveal Justice League next Saturday. I think we're mm-hmm. going to get a first look at suicide, the Suicide Squad, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. We're going to get their yep. panel. Um, yep. We're going to get Wonder Woman 1984, Flash the TV series, uh, Warner Brothers Montreal game announcement, which is probably mm-hmm. a new Batman game, Black Lightning panel, Flash panel with Ezra, Ezra Miller and Muschietti. Which uh, they're saying it's pre-recorded. Which is pre-recorded to this. <laughs> That's why we're seeing them. <laughs> um, Love it. The Suicide Squad panel with the cast and James Gunn. Legends of Tomorrow panel with the cast, Doom Patrol panel with the cast, Surprise DC Comics panel, the Snyder Cut of Justice League panel with Zack Snyder, Black Adam panel with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Surprises, they say. And then at 6.45, there's a title to be announced new movie, which is interesting, we'll get to that later. Then at 7, there's Aquaman panel with James Wan and Patrick Wilson, Superman, Man of Tomorrow world premiere, Shazam panel with Zachary Levi and more. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League game panel. Lucifer panel with directors and producers. And to close it out, the Batman panel with Matt Reeves plus surprises. So the one thing I want to bring up first. Yeah. Getting right into it. Um, if you notice, which I just did, um, the Flash panel with Miller and Muschietti, it's mm-hmm. only 15 minutes long. Yeah. That's interesting. Because yeah. every other panel is 
about 45 minutes, an hour. Mm -hmm. I think there's only one panel that's, there's two panel, no, there's one panel that's an hour about, um, which is the Black Lightning. So maybe it's just. And Lucifer is like an hour and a half, possibly. Okay. Um, Because between Suicide Squad, the game, and Lucifer, that's at 8, and then at 9.30 we have the Batman panel. So I don't know what's happening between those things, but... And then we only get the 15-minute 6.45 surprise panel, which, so... Yes. I don't know if you want to jump right into that one, too. Yeah, so... There's Daniel one Rickman, theory I read. Daniel Rickman believes yes. that the 6.45 panel uh, couldn't just be about a movie um, announcement because it's too long, being 15 minutes. So there's a potential that there could be more stuff involved outside of it just being a new movie announcement that could be Pe- extra stuff people think i think daniel richmond said it i don't know who it, someone wrote that it they would not be surprised if it was a green lantern um revival maybe which is what you said so i wouldn't i be- i still believe that oh. There's a I possibility think, for a Green Lantern film. Or maybe it's the Martian Manhunter we've been waiting so long for. Could be that announcement. Man of Steel 2. Man Henry of Steel Cavill. Two. So what I think my theory for that 15-minute panel is I think we're going to get, like, a couple of new announcements. I think we'll get mm-hmm. maybe Man of Steel 2. They'll bring on, like, how... Kevin Feige did his little, like, Blade announcement where he said, oh, what's this hat about? Yeah. Is that Blade? So I think something like that could happen with Henry Cavill. I think maybe he'll pop on real quick and talk and say, oh, yeah, like talk about Man of Steel and then be like, oh, by the way. And then it says Man of Steel 2, December 2022. So Maybe. Rickman says this secret panel is 15 minutes long. If they're only announcing a new title, it shouldn't be this long. So I'm guessing they will announce multiple projects on this panel. Could be wrong. Just mm-hmm. guessing here. So I think maybe there's multiple projects or it's one huge project that could tie everything together. Maybe it's the missing piece for the D- DC universe. Um, but yeah, that's exciting because sense. we don't know what this is going to be. I'm honestly, I will say, so what, which, do you want to do top three or top two that you're most excited for? Uh, do top three. Top three. Okay. You go first. Would, me? Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll start off with three. I think three that I'm most excited for is the... Um, I would say the two, the two be announced one. I was really... Um, when I read that, I was really excited for that. I would definitely say number two is my Suicide Squad. The Suicide Which one? Squad. The Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad, because okay. I've seen that we get um, James Gunn, Margot Robbie. Um, oh, I forgot his name. But we get John Cena. We get all of them. So I'm really excited for that and the possibility of seeing something for it. Um, oh, and I forgot Zack Snyder, but... I guess I'm interested to see that, but that would that would be, like, top five. Um mm-hmm. Or that would make four, but top first would be Matt Reeves because I love that it's the last thing, 9.30, and I think that we'll get pretty much the entire cast. I think we'll have a Zoom call with, like, Zoe Kravitz. Um, 
Robert Pattinson. So I'm I'm really excited to see. I think that's like that's definitely my the top one I've been wanting to see. And I think for the fact that it's like the last lot, it, it it's honestly very intriguing to me. Mm. What do you think? I'm going the six forty five title to be announced, but the Snyder Cut because I have to know. And as much as you man. hate this, as, as much as, much as yeah. you despise it, I know you're like interested to see it. And then I feel like you're gonna either be like, I don't know. As of right now, I feel like you're okay. Just do your number one. I'll tell you your thought. What I think about your thoughts on it. Oh, we were going in order. I just thought we were. I'm doing in no particular order. I, oh, I'm, I yeah, did it I'm, last. Oh, you're doing in order. Okay. Um. So say. What's your number one? I was surprised Zack Snyder wasn't your number one. I thought that was going to be that. I would say maybe the new title. The new title is your number one? Yeah, because we don't know what's going to happen with it. It's been 15 minutes long. I have no idea what it's going to be. It could be anything. So I think I'm more intrigued with that (laughs) than I would say, bless you. And then I would say... Snyder cut, and then I'll say Batman. The only reason I put Batman at three is because I trust Matt Reeves, and I just don't think there's anything crazy we're going to hear. I think it's going to be a pretty solid panel. Doesn't mean I'm not excited for it. I am, but I just I just don't see anything out of the ordinary happening with that panel. No, but we're rumored Matt to Reeves get... Kind um, of showing <clears throat> a trailer or the first two minutes of the film or something, and... and uh, and proving to people that he is a competent director. Well, there's rumors right now that we're getting um, a sneak peek. I think we're. I don't think it's a trailer, or I think it's. Yeah, so, I don't sorry, think so it's, you probably get two minutes of the film. Not even two minutes is a trailer. I think we're gonna get. Oh, I get what you're saying. Like, like a two the minute opening clip. two minutes, like the opening two minutes of the film, or two, you know, two or three minutes of the film. I think we're gonna get a poster. They were going to get, like, an official post, not official poster, but, like, a sneak peek of the characters. Um, wouldn't be surprised if we got to see Catwoman, if we got to see Zoe Kravitz as, as Have Catwoman. we had a trailer for the Batman? I don't think so. We only got, so the, we we can... only got the peak. We got the peak the... of our Pats as our Bats. You mean the first look? Yeah, that's not a trailer. That's just what its costume looks like. So I, I still think we could get a trailer. We could get a 45-second teaser. Yeah, we could get a teaser and maybe it's not be official. a couple minutes of the film. Why wouldn't it be official? No, like the official, I call it, so we're not getting an official trailer. We're going to get like a teaser. But I'm saying this is DC fandom. Why wouldn't they give us the official trailer? Because we don't have an entire, they haven't even shot the entire film. They haven't even gone back to production yet. They've only shot 20%. There's no way they can show an official trailer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be a teaser. I I think they've got, I think they've got a teaser or at least like, I think the only thing we're getting, I think the only way we'll get an official trailer from any film is going to be the Zack Snyder cut, and we're going to get the Suicide Squad. I don't think any other, I don't think any other panel has a trailer, because Flash would have been filming, but they got stalled because of COVID, Black Lightning probably got stalled because of COVID. Um, I mean, I could be wrong. I could absolutely be wrong, but I just don't think... I think Wonder Woman 84 will show something new because we did get an official trailer from them yeah. months ago. I think we'll get a couple first minutes of the film with that one. I think we'll get a clip from Snyder Cut. I think we'll get an official trailer and I think we'll get a 
clip. I mean, I hope so. He's got, he's given us that teaser trailer. Might as well give us a couple of minutes of the film. Yeah, but I definitely think Matt Reeves, it's going to be just like a 45 second, like, so hear me out. <laughs> I think Matt Reeves' trailer would probably be something like, um, like here, like all these characters in the background, and then we pan over Gotham City, and then you see the bat signal, and you see Robert Pattinson's Batman, and then it's like the Batman. Summer nah, I'm, sure he's, I'm sure he's got something else. Because, I mean, there were pictures of Pattinson on the bike. So I think he's got some sort of action scene shot. Oh, yeah, there. they have. They have I'm like sure there's something more a than good, just... No, yeah. yeah. There's gotta they have be a good more bit of the that. film. They just don't have, like, halfway of it done. But that was, that was my point. Like, they don't have... Last time I heard it was about 20 to, 20, 20 to 25% complete. Which and you don't think lot. you can get a trailer out of that? I don't think we can get an official trailer out of it. I think you can get an official trailer out of 25 minutes. No. 25 yeah. minutes. No. 20 to 25% for me, if it's a two and a half hour film, I think we have at least... Well, like 15... What's that? At least maybe 30 minutes, but yeah. I don't think we have like a full two and a half hour film. I just don't think no, there's I'm enough saying, material. But if you have material for half an hour, let's say, you don't think you have a little bit in half an hour that you can make a trailer out of? I think a teaser trailer, official trailer, doesn't come out until maybe two months before a film. As a there's movie gotta be, buffer. There's got to be more. There's got to be more because you can't have something like DC fandom and you don't have more than that. I, I mean, but I then again, that's probably why it's the last thing on the list is because they don't have a lot and they know that. So they, they were only filming. They started filming. They were filming up until March, because they every other production got shut down, and they kept going for they kept going. I think they were the last production to shut down for COVID, and they still haven't done anything yet. They haven't, from the best of my knowledge, they're they're still not on set. Or I know he he's in a hotel, Robert Pattinson's in a hotel, but I don't think they've gone back. No, I didn't. But from what I know, they're doing everything. I think on a. Uh, Soundstage now. Yeah. Because I know The Little Mermaid is doing a soundstage now. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, like, you can't, in my mind, you can't have an official, like, two-minute trailer without having the entire film done. You can have, like, little snippets. Like, you can have, like, I a nice, like, 45-second. I hope it's not a title reveal. It's but that's what I think it's also going to be. I think it's going to be, like... Dead. I'm saying I would not expect like an official trailer from Batman. I would uh, oh, the only thing I would expect is a 45 second trailer, maybe 30 seconds of like a tease of something that he's doing. And I don't even know if we would see like all the characters. But again, like I could be wrong. But that's I just think, my theory. I think I think the surprises will be something related to the oh, Batman, yeah. but not about the Batman, sort of maybe a spin-off or something else that you know, another stepping stone of this universe that Matt Reeves is building. I think that's what will happen. I'm hoping I mean, we get I'm... something Joker related, where it's. Did Joker they cast and a jo- Oh, maybe they're announcing that in the in maybe the 15 I'm, minute I'm panel. Maybe something like that, or you know, a penguin or, or something something bigger than just a, a title reveal. Because did they cast a Joker? Side note: Did they cast a Joker yet for in the Batman? The... 
Yeah. I know there were rumors. So. Maybe that's our surprise. Maybe they'll announce, like... Because Fantastic Beast sequel did that. They announced... Um, I don't want to say the name wrong. They cast Voldemort Snake. Nagini? William Defoe. Possibly oh, sh- as the Joker. He was rumored. I remember rumored. he's been rumored to be attached to the project. Wait a second. <laughs> I see I see the facial expression. You're very into it. Oh, it's fan art. Never mind. Oh, interesting. Um, I'd love to see William Defoe as Joker. That'd be cool. A little weird, though, because obviously he was um, a Green Goblin. But I would, I would like to see that. I'm looking to see. Oh, yeah, they did say June 21st, 2020, that they're casting a new Joker for Robert Pattinson's Batman. So that could be the surprise. Could be they finally figured it out and they're renouncing that individual. And William Defoe is in the middle. Yeah, because I haven't heard anything. We haven't heard anything. We have the Penguin, the Riddler. So it, that Catwoman. so we could be all the all the villains that they're probably going to add to it. They could be announcing those individuals and and maybe even outlining the plan of what's going to go forward with. Well, we have these the Penguin movies. and the Riddler. We've had them in previous movies, but we haven't had them. Oh no, no, no! They they've been cast in the film. Really? Yeah. That was announced a long time ago, before filming started. So I, I guess remember. maybe Joker is the final piece. Because <clears throat> um, Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Colin Farrell is the Penguin. Oh, we talked true. about this we a talked long about time this. ago. We talked about this. Yeah. Paul Dano, which I really like him. He's the Riddler. Makes sense. Peter Sarsgaard. Hmm. Oh, we have Falcone. I like John Turturro. He was in. He is uh, Carmine Falcone. He's one of my favorite actors. He kills me. And Andy Serkis is Alfred. Yeah, no. Could be Colin Farrell's Penguin. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. This is a really strongly built cast. Jeffrey Wright is James Gordon. That's going to be a good one. This is the exact same thing we said months ago, too. That was your exact reaction to Jeffrey Wright. I like Jeffrey Wright a whole lot. He was really good in The Hunger Games, and I liked him in Westworld. His stuff in Westworld is ridiculous. I know, his acting chops. I watched him, and I was like, I was blown away. But See, yeah. That's I'm very excited time. for The Batman. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to watch all of it. DC fandom. I'm going to watch it in bits and, and pieces because probably. I don't know how I'm going to like record it or, or I don't know how it's going to work. I have to research how to kind of watch it because I don't even know how it'll happen. Because I think you have to sign into the thing. But one thing you could do is you can make a schedule for yourself, which I found That's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to set a timer and or I'm not even a time I might have set a timer like to remind myself but I definitely want to watch um I might watch the Wonder Woman panel 
Might or might not. Well, um, this isn't even taking into account the TV shows that are happening earlier on in the day. Well, we have I haven't the, watched all the, DC all the TV shows. I haven't watched them in being announced a couple well. years. I well, I'm surprised Supergirl's not on here. It was supposed to be Supergirl was supposed to also make a. Well, Star Girl um, season two. Is on there. There's a surprise DC Comics panel. Yes. So that could. I do want to check in with that one too. Is there a Star Girl panel? Is that what you just said? Yes. So at 10 a.m. Pacific. Oh, I don't even have Flash, that list. Season seven. I have everything. I have only everything after 1 p.m. I don't even Disgusting have the morning. Disgusting film just tweeted it out this morning or yesterday. So okay. you got The Flash at 10 Pacific time. Then you have Doom Patrol at 1.15 Pacific time, season three possibly. Uh, 2.25 Lewis and Superman or Superman and Lewis. Oh, I'm um, interested in that one. 5.30 Titan season three. 6.45 Stargirl season two. 7.30 Batwoman season two. And at eight fifteen, Harley Quinn possibly season three being announced. I've heard great things about the Harley Quinn series, though. So have say. I. So. I just got moved to HBO Max. Um, yeah. So I, I think, I'll definitely tune into Star Girl. I'll definitely tune into Lois and Clark because I'm interested to see how that series is gonna do or go. Um, I like I liked them and they were in Supergirl. I think I like Tyler Hulk a lot. Um, who else? Suicide Squad. I'm def the the Suicide Squad. I'm definitely gonna tune into. Probably the six forty five. Probably Shazam, Aquaman, and then the Batman. Do you think they're gonna do an Aquaman too? Oh yeah, James Wan has already. Uh, he hasn't technically right. confirmed it yet, but he's definitely hinted at it about he wants to go kind of darker. Ugh. <laughs> But, well, even if William Defoe comes back for that, he's, he's already, William Defoe's already an Aquaman. How is he going to be in the Joker? Well, again, it's different the universes. Batman. It's different is it universes. Though? Oh, they did of, say the Batman is. It's a different universe. Because, because William Defoe is in the Zack Snyder universe of the Justice League. So, he could be in the Batman and not it not interfere. I mean, they've done that. Just gonna use that as an example. They've done that in Marvel, with. Um, let me pull up her name so I say it correctly. But she was in Captain Marvel. Now she's in the Eternals as a main character. So I definitely think it's possible for them to do it. Gemma Chan. Hmm. She had a very kind of minor role, like supporting character in yeah. Captain Marvel. Um, it happens all the yeah. time, so it does. It's definitely possible. I hope I hope we find out if they have a Joker because that'd be interesting for the Batman. I'm here for it. But that was another really good episode. Any final thoughts before we end today? Disney, let us know what's happening with these thirty dollars. I need to know. Because Do you have honestly, Disney Plus? I, I have it and then I don't have it. I like, love that. <laughs> it means I buy it for maybe like a month and then I'm like, I delete the subscription after a month and then I wait a little bit and then I jump back on it. I, I'm, yeah. 
I just don't keep it. That's fair. I'm weird like that. But no, I, I just want to know what's going to happen with this Slitty Bucks because it's definitely going to change everything. No, well. And I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix follows suit <clears throat> and Netflix Originals, you have to pay an extra little bit to get in. But I think that's original. what's going to set them apart from yes, other streaming uh, services because you don't want to, like, you don't want HBO Max to come out and be like, okay, we're going to start charging because then people are going to. I don't think. I don't think other streaming services are going to do it because I don't feel like they want the competition like that. I feel like they want to be like, okay, we're not charging you to watch this film, so if you want to come over here, give us your Again, money, come over here. Again, it still depends because what if, let's say, when the Batman finally comes out, it comes on HBO Max. What's to stop them from joining suit? I think it's a little too early for us to be looking at other platforms. It's definitely be soon to see how Mulan does. But I still think if Mulan does pretty well and then Disney, you know, rees up and they go hard on Black Widow and then obviously they're going to gain more money with Black Widow, then I think future platforms down the line might be like, hey, that's the move right now because we don't know what the world is going to look like and we don't even know if movie theaters are going to survive. You know? You're right. I mean, we were talking... A couple of weeks ago, about AMC losing two, two point one five billion dollars yeah, quarterly but now loss. Apparently... So, what's to say <laughs> that these small movie theaters or other movie theater chains aren't losing ton of money? The fact that nobody is coming in. I mean, I even saw an article about will it be safe to eat popcorn when we go back to movie theaters? You're so, right. I, I think if if. Movies at home is the move, then I think everyone's going to eventually re-up and, and make their platform stable enough to contain all the movies. Well, now AMC is apparently opening up 100 theaters in the U.S., but that's not even like, that. that's, that's from what I heard on the radio today, it's not even half of, not even close to half of what they have. No, it's not a lot. So you're right. Um... So I just need to know if this is a one-time fee or if it's like unlimited access. Because that changes everything. I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% supporting what you think. Um, I don't have any final thoughts on anything other than I'm excited for DC Fandom. I, I, just, I'm interest, I just can't wait to see what comes about it and how wait, well it does. Wait, before we close, though. Yes. So... I, th- okay, this is how I think it could impact you with this 30 bucks. Because, <laughs> sorry to keep this like broken. <laughs> no, I like though. it. But if Black Widow goes to Disney Plus, then Eternals is probably going to go to Disney Plus as well. And then, does that mean you put down 60 bucks <laughs> to watch all of those films? Or is it that? But that you know bucks? I would. But that's the thing, you would. But I'm just saying, does that 30 bucks then allow you to watch Black Widow? 10, 15 times, however many times you want, does it mean that other films give I think pay that's what they were saying. And every single time you want to watch this movie? Or is it that every movie is going to be 30 bucks? And if, for instance, like you want to watch Black Widow and Eternals within one day, you have to drop down 60 bucks to watch both of those films and you only get to see it once. Like, what is the structure? Because I think it impacts everybody. I think that's what they were trying to hint at. I think that's part of what the $30 is from what I've seen is that 
thirty dollars. So say I pay thirty dollars for Black Widow, I get to watch it over and over again. But if I want to watch Eternals, I have to pay another thirty dollars for that. Yeah. And Mulan. So you're pretty much spent. Like that's where they're making their revenue now, while COVID's still going on. Like that's yeah. what I think is going to happen. I think that the thirty dollar premiere access is just like you paying the thirty bucks. Like I don't think it's like a membership. I don't think you're paying thirty dollars a month. No, it's not on top it's of. It's going to be thirty dollars per film, which is yeah, stupid. So which they should fee. lower it to fifteen, or at least twenty. They shouldn't make it thirty because that's just Disney being fucking. Stingy. That's Disney being Disney. That's what I'm Disney's saying. Disney's being. It's not even like it's not Kevin Feige at all. It's probably Disney saying, "Okay, we need to make back our revenue because we're not opening Disneyland yet. We have Disney World open, but still, we need to make that revenue." So they're going to charge. Like I, I get what you're saying, and I believe i've heard that somewhere too that they're saying 30 dollars per film yeah which my crazy ass i'm gonna do it i'm gonna spend 30 dollars on each marvel film but i think i'm it's just stupid. saying within the course of you know three or four months you could be dropping but not but even bucks. on demand like, is not that much on crazy. demand is like 14 dollars for a film unless but that's what i'm saying out, that's why it's more. ridiculous i need to know what this 30 bucks is is it one time, they're still for limited out, access to whatever movies come through Premier Access because I bought into Mulan, or is it every single time I want to watch a movie, I got to drop 30 bucks, or is it I drop down 30 bucks for this movie once and I get unlimited access because I already paid for it? Because I guess what they're saying is, let's say if you were to buy the Blu-ray, you'd be playing close to 30 bucks anyway. If you bought the the Blu-ray or DVD physical copy, you'd be paying that much. So maybe they're bucks. thinking that that's that's the price of it. Maybe it's not the price of admission for a ticket. Maybe it's the price of unlimited access if you had it as like a a, a tape as a physical copy. I but if tape, I'm spending, tape, I mean Blu-ray or DVD. But. If I'm spending thirty bucks though, I would want to be in the IPIC theater down in Boca Raton and see, sitting okay. in a couch, having okay. a glass of red wine with me. That's the $30 I'll spend. But you could do the same thing at home on your couch with a blanket and in front of the TV. It's the same I don't have a reclining couch. Just, not a lot of you have a reclining couch, but I'm just saying that you'd have the similar comfort in your own home. But that's that what I'm saying. Like, I'd rather spend $30 and get tier. spoiled in a movie theater yeah, but you could get spoiled at home. You get a glass of wine, <laughs> you get a blanket, you get your couch, you get a foot rest, and you're up. You don't think I'm bringing a blanket to the movie TV. theater? Huh? You don't think I'm bringing a blanket to the movie theater I mean, either? you would, but I'm saying if you were to pay 30 bucks for, you know, top-tier service, you'd be paying the same, you'd be, it'd be the same experience if you were at home. That's why you're paying extra, is to have that same comfort at a movie theater that you could have at home. Or what you could do is plan ahead Buy a little projector and just project on a wall, and then you get the same movie theater experience in your own home. Oh, I have the I have the HDMI cord. I I I have a bigger TV that I'm bringing to my new place, so I'm just gonna stick yeah, it into you could the do TV that, and... or you could do a projector outside in the yard or something like that. I think that's what's gonna happen. I have no bugs is... on me. What do you mean? Oh my god, not you! I'm just saying people in general. <laughs> people do movie nights outside, okay? I know, I've been to one of those outside, and I was uncomfortable, and I was sitting in a lawn chair, and I was like, all right, I'm ready to go home and watch my own movie. Drive-in's going to be the move. Honestly, I I've seen a lot. I've seen people go to a drive-in move. recently, so. I think it's the move moving forward, but that's just I might have to try it out. Maybe that's where they'll send some of the films, and then I'll. Probably. <gasps> go watch. Um, but my only final thought 
because I'm excited for DC fandom. Same. Slightly excited. I'm not like, I'm not bouncing up and down, but I'm definitely, okay, like, I, I'm going to tune in. I'm going to try not to be busy on Saturday. I'm just going to watch and see what happens. Yeah. But I know I'm going to be live-tweeting the whole thing if I can watch all of it. I'm going to be... Gonna Through be our Twitter account for the podcast? No, my own personal Twitter. Uh, I'm going to be talking about that it. That was me last year for Comic-Con. I kept reposting and reposting everything. So... I mean, I'm going to... Honestly, we'll see it on Twitter, too. We'll see the news. We'll see, like... Oh, yeah. But I just want to watch it before it drops. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Like Black Widow and Endgame. (laughs) BD would have been so proud of that comment. I cannot wait until you lose this bet. (laughs) I was telling someone about the bet. I was telling Danny Riccobono yesterday about the bet, and he was cracking up. I cannot wait for you to lose this bet. I feel like I'm going to lose the bet, too, but... Oh, yeah, you're going to lose this bet. There's I only no have a week and a half left. Shit. Yeah. I know September 1st is going to hit, and then we're going to get a... Black Widow to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> and then you're going to be talking about it, and I'm just going to be sitting yeah. here like... Yeah. But, like... but just wait for that third episode that I can talk about it, and that's all I'm going to have on my... Uh, no. <laughs> no. My side of things, I'm going to say, Black no. Widow I'm not going to let you hijack the episode to talk about Marvel. No. I do it all the time. What do you, you mean? Do. You do. Um, but what a, what a marvelous and tremendously entertaining episode I'm going to cut you short right there because that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was another episode of That's What She Said with Zach. And Nicole. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs>